All right, what's up, dudes and dudettes? Drew here. Um, I'm not going to do the usual because podcast is going to have a new name very shortly. We're going to be the Anxious Truth, so stay tuned for information on that. Um, with me in the conference room today is my buddy Joe Ryan. What up, dude? Hey, Drew. What's happening? Uh, it's going good. So Joe and I have done a few of these together in the last month or so. Yep. Uh, today we're going to talk about emotions. Yep. Right. The idea of like expressing emotions while you're in the recovery process. You're dealing with panic agoraphobia, panic attacks, that sort of stuff. And a lot of the times people that I deal with, I'm taking the emotion out of the equation for them, like really making it super dry and mechanical and engineer-like. And then they run into days where they just feel sad or emotional. And sometimes they're not sure what they're supposed to do. Well, As if there's something wrong with that, but there's n- not. No, sadness is just part of life. Right. It's, you know, those emotions, are, it's energy inside your body. It needs to come out. So if you feel upset, you want to cry, you're sad, you just got to let it out and and let it dissipate out into the air. Yeah. So I think the big issue that people seem to run into is, you know, they're, they're out, they're doing the work. It's exhausting. It's mentally tiring. It's physically tiring. They're facing their fears. They're going into the, doing their exposure work. They're doing in, going into these hard places. And then one day they wake up and they just feel down or um, a lot of people have said today, I just feel, I, I don't know, I've been crying all day. And, and somehow they think, I think they think that's bad. Like, why is this happening? Well, I think certain emotions, depending on how you grew up, were acceptable and were not acceptable. There was no crying in my house. So when I feel like I'm sad and I want to cry, my body just rejects that because that's what I was used to not expressing that. But that energy needs to come out. If you don't express those emotions, they're going to bounce around in your body and cause more anxiety. So just let it happen. Let the tears flow. Let the sadness flow. Mm. Don't let it cripple you keep working through your day, right. allow it to be there, but don't stop it. Which, which makes perfect sense. And I think people are always so worried about that. Like, am I doing this right? Am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? So they feel like if they have a day where they're going to cry or just feel sad or angry or whatever the emotion is, they're worried that, well, this isn't part of the program. You're not supposed to be doing this. Or is this a setback? Or and, and, and I, it's not. I don't think it is. I like, don't think it's a setback. I actually think it's growth. Probably. So much of my anxiety are emotions that I haven't expressed, that I've kept buried, and the anxiety keeps me from getting to them. So the growth for me is to access those feelings and those emotions that I wasn't allowed to access, get to them, express them, and get them out of me so I can be done with it. If I'm going over the same thing that makes me sad over and over, the more times I go and I experience it, the more desensitized I become to it, and after a while, the sadness for it goes away. It goes away, right. Like anything else. I mean, it's, it's kind of this, it mirrors the process that we're taking people through to deal with panic and that sort of stuff. Absolutely. Same thing. Uh, and I think it's just, there's nothing wrong with being human. Like when you have emotion, you express it. There's, there's not a wrong, emotion is not a wrong thing. Well, I think that just in society in general, everybody, especially with social media, everybody has this perfect, wonderful life that we're portraying to everybody Right. that it almost feels wrong not to have that perfect life and have sad feelings when in reality, we're all sad at some points. It's just a part of who we are. So the more we deny something and cut it off from us, the more powerful it's going to become. So we need to access it and experience it and feel it. Listen, anxiety and panic is so difficult to deal with. 
for me, being sad or upset or crying is easy because it just, I can't control it. It comes out. Yeah, just and just let it happen and, it's, and that's fine. And there's a calm and a peace after you have that emotional discharge. You would think. And, and I think that's probably also even like a relief valve from the other stuff. So maybe you're, you're in the middle of, you know, the exposure work and you're doing the work and you're out there and working hard and you have an emotional day. Maybe you have an emotional day because something happened. You know, something happened in your life that made you sad or upset or whatever it is. And sometimes I think expressing that emotion could be a, a relief valve from the other stuff also. It, it's not exclusive. You can't put it into containers. Like, right. It, it, it all bleeds together. Yes, it does. Right, right, exactly. And, and I, think that's, I think that's true. So I think two, but people, it's, there are two issues, I think. One is they're not sure that the emotion is somehow... First of all, they're so overwhelmed already. Right. They're, they're, they're confused. They're, they're tired. They're a little bit afraid and upset and just shaken and feeling not confident. Now, on top of that, really? Like, really? I'm going to be angry all day, too? Right. So they have a hard time accepting that, yeah, you're just going to some days. I think you need to give yourself permission to express the anger, yeah. the sadness, the rejection, the disappointment, whatever it is. Yeah. Just give yourself permission because if you don't let it out, it's going to still be there. Yep. So it's kind of like what you were saying, do you want to be, you know, sad a little bit here and there over a long period of time, or do you just want to be really, really sad today, blow it out of your system, yeah. and then be lighter tomorrow? Yeah, and I think it's definitely productive. And, you know, I talk a lot, and I think I have to take some of the, I would say the hit, but um, I, I have to acknowledge my role in some of this confusion, because I, I, you know, I'm ruthless with no days off, you don't take a day off, right. but, you know, if there's going to be a day off, maybe that emotional day is a reasonable day off. Like I might regret saying this at some point because <laughs> I never want to give people a, 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 you know, an out to not face the fear. Right. But if you're just having a really emotional day, I think there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. And you know, learning to express emotions and deal with them and feel them and process them healthy is in a healthy way, I should say. I mean, it's part of the resiliency that we're building in the process anyway. I think the way you get stronger is not by avoiding or pushing in the way. The way you get stronger emotionally is actually feeling it and experience it. If I allow myself to be sad over and over, but I pay attention to it, I build up a strength to it. So if I'm sad about some specific event, if I keep reliving that and expressing it and getting that sadness out, eventually that sadness comes out of me and I'm not storing it somewhere deep inside of me so far away. Right, which makes perfect sense. And, and it's gonna fester. And just the same way that we say, if you try and avoid the fear and the panic, it's only gonna get stronger. I think the same thing holds true with the emotions. Absolutely. So just holding them down isn't gonna help you at all. I feel like keeping the sadness in makes me more emotionally heavy than trying to keep the anxiety and panic in. Probably right because I think emotion is something that is truly like it's just the way we react, and it's I, it's I think it gets confusing for people because I'm talking all the time about how it's not how you feel it's your reaction and right. they they get confused and think oh well I'm feeling all this emotion I'm supposed to focus away from it I'm supposed to distract from it I'm supposed to not react to that too I'm only ever saying you're not supposed to react to the irrational intrusive thoughts or the panic symptoms. But if you're feeling sad, it's okay to react to that. Like, be sad, cry, whatever you do. Right. Write, play I, your guitar, whatever you do. I think what you don't want to do is 
become more afraid or more critical, self-critical of yourself that you are feeling sad or that you are coming to tears. Like you, you can't criticize yourself for those emotions. They are there. Just You're not going to criticize yourself if you're laughing. Right, right. But we find sadness and tears such a negative emotion that we end up kind of beating ourselves up for having it. But we never beat ourselves up for being happy and laughing. No, we don't. You're, you're correct. Like, no one would ever be, have a problem with that. But it's an emotion we get in the us. I, I think you just need to allow it. Listen, I, I don't like to cry. I don't like being sad. But I would rather get it done in this hour mm-hmm. that I'm feeling it right, and right. just kind of process it and be through it and then go to the supermarket. Yeah, yeah. Then instead of sitting there in, in my head and just being annoyed with myself for feeling this. Right. I can't con- control when the sadness comes. I can control how I react to the sadness. Right, correct. And I think and people, you know, we're always trying to teach them don't engage with those panic symptoms, anxiety symptoms, the irrational, the OCD thoughts. But you, you kind of can engage with your, with your emotions. It's, you, you almost have to. I do. That's, if, if it hits me, I'm hoping it's going to be in a place where I have time and space to mm-hmm. kind of sit with it and just allow my body to feel it. If it needs to take over my entire body right. and I need to just lay and maybe meditate with it or just feel it. My days, the day, that day and the days after feel so much lighter that I had that emotional release. Yeah, yeah. So I think people try to, either they try and push it aside or they they go through it. But then, number one, it confuses them sometimes like we talked about because they already have so much going on. Or they're judging themselves harshly for even feeling it at all. Right. That's the thing like, well, I'm not supposed to. I, I've heard people say that. I'm not, I feel like I'm acting like a insert your like derogatory term here you know and it's like because maybe they've been conditioned that I'm not supposed to cry I shouldn't cry I shouldn't be this way man up if it's a man or even when I see it you're like I don't know I don't want to feel this way and I think that's part of the problem right everybody walks around pretending we have this great perfect life and we always have to be happy and smiling right but in reality there's so many more emotions but we keep those in the dark and we only keep the positive stuff in the light it has to kind of be integrated and if it was more sep- socially acceptable yeah. to, to be sad yep. and not beat yourself up for it right place the world be a better place because we'd all have that sadness relief and we'd be under less tension and, yeah. and less anger good to go it's so funny that little 30 day video series that I did for the business right you know I did one that was called it's okay to be sad like why do we spend so much time thinking well here's how you cheer yourself up well sometimes you don't have to well, just like, look at social media everybody's smiling with right. perfect life like just, just <laughs> be sad if you have to be sad and this goes true for I think almost any emotion whether it's sadness anger I'm sure sometimes people are carrying out regrets or resentments and sometimes they come up and while you're in this recovery process you're trying to get over your anxiety disorder and you know some sort of resentment comes up that you haven't really thought about well okay deal with it whatever way you need to right yeah that day when it comes up it's okay to do it like I think you have to otherwise if you're not dealing with your sadness or resentments or anything, uh, anger. How, how are you going to get them out of your body, out of your system, yeah. if you just keep denying the fact that they're there and pushing them away? Right. We're allowed to be sad, even though society tells us we're not. Or sometimes maybe your parents have told you you weren't allowed to express emotions. Well, or... I think we all grew up in, in a place where certain feelings were definitely acceptable and others were not. You know, you grew up in the 50s. Men were not allowed to be weak, were not allowed to cry, and that got passed down generation to generation. So 
we just cut off at that point. Mm. And there's, you're not living a full life if you're not incorporating all your emotions. You have to walk around with a box of tissues all day. <laughs> but, but, but every once in a while, right, right. It's okay an emotional sick. release is, is yeah. necessary for the soul. Not necessarily a bad thing. So then that brings me to the next thing. So fine, you know, I know it sucks because it's another thing getting piled on you when you're trying to overcome all these problems that we talk about. So, but it is what it is. You don't have to push it away. It's okay to feel these emotions, right. express them however way you need to, for however long you need to. But I think, you know, once you've kind of done that, what I see people do sometimes is they pile up emotion on top of emotion. Mm-hmm. So there's either the initial judgment that says, I shouldn't feel like this at all. Right. And then they start to feel that they are, uh, they're upset because they're upset. So it's not, <laughs> first there could be a negative judgment of the feeling as it is. Then after that, there's a, now I'm, I'm sad that I'm sad. Yes. You know, so it's this compound feeling of like, I'm sad and I'm angry at myself for being sad or I'm sad about being sad. So the only thing that I would say that you probably have to be careful about doing is you don't want to, you don't want to make an emotion stack of pancakes here. It, you, you end up judging yourself for the feelings you, you're having and you have no control over them. So I woke up sad the other day. There was no specific reason. And I found myself a little annoyed because it was a beautiful day. I wanted to go enjoy myself. And the more I fought the sadness and tried to get out of it, the worse it had gotten. It was almost like quicksand. The more I was struggling to get out of it, the, the deeper I was sinking. I finally just sat down and I said, you know what? I'm going to give myself an hour to feel Sad yeah. and just feel it. I closed my eyes and then I could feel the energy inside me. My face started to get heat up mm-hmm. like a flushing. And then all of a sudden, that sadness just kind of slowly melted away. Yeah. Didn't have exactly the day I wanted, but it was way better than fighting my emotions. Right. No, way better. And I think sometimes the acknowledgement of the fact that, like, you're going through some. Aside from the fact that you might be trying to deal with an anxiety disorder, which is hard enough to be dealing with, and for many people it becomes almost their full-time job until they're able to get back into the workforce or back to school or whatever it is. You know, on top of that, there's the emotion that that itself will bring out. So that could be an emotional process as it is. Then there's other things that happen in just your life. Like life is still happening while you're doing exposures at the supermarket. Life is difficult enough without the anxiety and the panic. So we have all of this on top of it. And when you're managing and dealing with and overcoming anxiety and panic, that takes a lot of energy. It leaves you with a lot less patience, a lot less energy to cope with other emotions that come up. And we, I feel like I can't just focus on the anxiety in the present moment. I also have to leave room to be available for, for joy, for sadness, for regret, for disappointment, for excitement. There's a whole spectrum of emotions. If I'm looking at anxiety 24-7, mm-hmm. I'm ignoring a whole other part of my soul. Yeah. And that needs attention as well. I, I think that's very fair. That's really an excellent, excellent point. And as crazy as it sounds, sometimes those emotions could be a break from the problem that you are focused on every waking moment. I, I think there's a, a, a mechanism somewhere inside where it's like, it just goes, all right, that's it. Enough panic, enough anxiety. We're shutting that whole part of the region down. Yeah, yeah. We need to allow this sadness to come up. We need the, this joy yeah. to come up. We need something else to come up to get away from that because 
I can't. You can't go to the gym and work out twenty four seven. Right. You can't work on anxiety twenty four seven. Right. You need a break, and sometimes if you can't give yourself a break, your body and soul is just going to wave the white flag and go. You know what? Your break. Coming You're getting up. a break right now, right, whether exactly. you like it or not. And I think <laughs> it's really difficult to feel an extreme emotion and also be thinking. You know, so you get your thinking and your feeling, and I'm making this up as I go. So by all means, if anybody wants to make a comment that says I'm flat out wrong, I'd be willing to entertain that. But it seems from my personal experience, when you are really in an emotional state, you're not really thinking. You're kind of feeling on autopilot to a certain extent. And I think that's a good place to be, to get out of your head and just let your emotions do what they do. They want to come out. They are screaming at you at that point. Otherwise, you wouldn't be emotional. They wouldn't be buried anymore. They're coming up because they need a place to go. They're like, we're tired of living in the dark basement. Open the door, let us out, free us to free you. Yeah, right, exactly. So, you know, so many things that just can they confuse people they get upset about it they get upset about being upset about it then there's the what happens after that so that's the other thing that i find like yesterday i was a mess i hear that a lot i was a mess yesterday well why were you a mess i cried all day i didn't want to leave the house it was it was awful for whatever reason and now they some people will actually grab onto that like i was very emotional yesterday so now i'm paralyzed a bit today I think we should embrace and be happy that we had that emotional day because obviously our bodies needed it. If we're going to fight it, beat ourselves up for it, carry it forward, Mm -hmm. just live it, be it, and let it be done. And the next, for me, it's like the calm after the storm. If I have a very emotional day, Mm -hmm. it wipes me out. I usually sleep really well, which never happens in my world. And the next couple of days, I just feel emotionally lighter and just let it keep, when it comes up, acknowledge it. it should be a good thing, but we don't look at it as a good thing, but it's bad stuff leaving our body. Yeah, that, that, which actually makes perfect sense. All of that does. And then people will wind up, either they hang on to it for the next day and they let it, you know, they're going to just analyze it and analyze it and, and that was wrong. I shouldn't have done it. So, we, you know, you got to let it go. Then there's the old like, well, what if it happens again? Like, I didn't like that. And there's so, when you're dealing with overcoming an anxiety disorder, a lot of times you're so worried about how you're going to feel. And that might be the mechanics of racing heart and that sort of stuff. Or it could be those intrusive, scary thoughts. Or it could be anything. You're so keyed into how you feel like, well, that really felt bad yesterday. I hope it doesn't happen again today. I slip into, if I, I don't do it as much anymore, but it used to be I'd have like a couple of really good days. I feel good. And then I would have this day where it would just be overwhelming sadness, emotional. I felt like my world was closing in. And I, the thoughts in my head would be like, you're never getting out of this. You're never getting out of this. You have to go find mood alter. Get out of this now or it's going to be here forever. That got me nowhere sitting with it and just saying it's a moment in time Mm -hmm. it may be an hour it may be three days it may be three hours i don't know but this will pass just like feeling good is going to pass at some point and you're going to feel bad again it's it's a wave it's ups and downs you just you don't want a tidal wave you just want some ripples but whichever ripple comes the highs or the lows it's going to pass and I think it's so important to acknowledge that, you know, people who are not dealing with these additional problems, panic, anxiety, whatever it is, OCD, you know, have emotional days. Like mm-hmm. what we would call normal people. Oh, right. I just want to be normal again. <laughs> A lot of people are walking around angry and resentful and regretful and sad and all kinds of stuff all the time. They just don't put any special significance on it. They might not be dealing it in the most healthy way, 
but they're not afraid of it. They don't jumble it up with everything else. Right. You know, it's just part of living and it's okay to just live sometimes. It is. And I think the, the weight of the anxiety and panic does wear us down, does tire us out. So people who don't suffer with it, it's easier for them to handle these other emotions because they're not dealing with a whole nother plate of stuff. Yeah, they're not like worn down already. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that's probably true. When you're working hard, you're trying to get past all this, you're a little bit raw, I think. Yeah, that's a good word. (laughs) Yeah, more likely to maybe have a quick temper and that sort of stuff. And I think, let's talk for a second before we wrap it up, I think about maybe the role of the people around us while this is happening. So... You know, if your husband is pissing you off or your girlfriend's pissing you off or your kids are getting on your last nerve, like it, it's probably they people will try to run away from that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's going to trigger panic. It's going to make me feel anxiety. Probably better to just say, hey, you know what? You're really being a douchebag right now. Can you please stop <laughs> that and just let it let it come out? You know, right. Going about, you know, but passive aggressive ways never going to work. Right. I mean, a good thing to say, like, you know, when I have my kids and I get into a mood, I'll tell them, listen, I'm just having a bad moment i'm gonna go take a walk i'm gonna take a ride i'll be back in a half an hour like i just get out i get a change of scenery even if i just sit in my car for a few minutes and just kind of breathe clear my head a half an hour away from everybody yep does me a world of good yeah so i think you got to find a good way to incorporate those people into your life you can't you're not gonna be able to hide from them you got to be able to like proactively manage that relationship i'm feeling like I'm almost, I'm, I've been panicky all day long and now I'm just angry. So just give me, say it, put it on the table. Give me 15 minutes, give me whatever. And you when know? you can be in tune with yourself where you know what's going on and express it to somebody else, as you, you build the trust with yourself, with your feelings and a way of communicating it. If you can communicate it in a healthy, calm, rational way instead of blowing up, you're going to get trust, hopefully, from the other person coming back. Right. But... You know, the trust within yourself to realize what's going on, realizing that this is not forever Mm -hmm. and it will pass. Speaking it instead of acting it. Right. goes a long way. It probably does. And it gives you a little bit of that mastery to say like, hey, I just, I figured that out. I was able to communicate, not just, I'm a mess. And sometimes that's different too. So instead of telling everybody around you, I'm just a mess. I'm a mess today. Well, no, I'm feeling anxious today. I'm afraid today. And I'm also really sad today. Specific. So much better than just the blanket. I'm a mess today. Like, Well, if you can discern your feelings instead of just putting it into a mess, right. you start to identify what it is. And if you can identify and articulate it to yourself, yeah. you can articulate it to the people in your life. They would have a better understanding. A mess could be... Right, a anything. Bi- a billion things. Right, and they might not know what to do with a mess. Right. They'll know what it means when somebody says they're sad or angry or like, geez, I'm remembering that thing with my mom and I'm really sad or whatever. So, and I think it gives yourself some control over that too. Yes. As opposed to just, I'm a mess, which is open-ended, subjective. I am afraid, I am tired, I am anxious, and I am angry today. Identifying the feelings are huge. Yeah, yeah, and it, it kind of puts it in a little bit more of an objective way <laughs> and doesn't make it seem like this horrible tidal wave of amorphous irresistibility that you can't ever fight. You know? Right. So there you go. I think that was pretty good. Right about 22 minutes. We don't want to go too much longer. Um, you got anything else you want to add on this? Or no? no, no, this was good. Yeah, very cool. So for those of you that are listening that might want to hear more from my buddy Joe, where can they find you? Uh, JoeRyan.com and on Instagram at JoeRyan. At JoeRyan. Go check it out. Joe's got a ton of this stuff. Like There's like a really high level of emotional intelligence there that you guys will probably appreciate. 
And uh, I guess that's it. So if you have any comments or questions, leave them at the... I don't even know. It's just going to be on the website, I guess. It's audio. So right. leave them on the website. Or if you want to... Then the name changes, screwing everything up. Yeah. But you, there's a Facebook group. I'll put a link for that, facebook.com. And I'll put a link for that. Yeah, you can message me on Instagram. That's the best place to get me. That's, that's fine, I guess. You know, So you can find me on Instagram. Just head to the website first. At this point, thatanxietyguy.com. Or it might be theanxioustruth.com down the road. But you'll find the episode there. You can comment, find me on social, whatever you want to do. If you have things to say, both of us will be happy to, uh, to respond and answer and stuff. So thanks for coming by. We'll do the next one soon. All right. Thanks, Drew. Have All a right. good one. See you guys later.